Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. Uh, as I was cleaning there, I, I ran across two items, and they both have to do with Darth Vader, uh, that were out in the garage, and so I thought I would go ahead and share them. The first... Um, is, uh, let's go with the, the new item first and then we'll go with the vintage item. By the way, my hair is still soaking wet. I just got in the shower like five minutes before I hit record. Uh, so in, in the, uh, early, uh, days of Star Wars collecting in the late 1970s, Kenner released their line of three and three quarter inch action figures. You can see them all, <laughs> uh, there's new ones. The vintage ones are all right there. Uh, but, um, three and three quarter inch, uh, they weren't the, the company to create that scale, but they are the ones who, uh, made it popular. Uh, Fisher price adventure people were, uh, several years before star Wars, they were three and three quarter inch. There were other, uh, action figures that were, uh, and toys that were to that scale, but star Wars is the one that made it a standard basically. Uh, if you wanted to put out your toys and you wanted them to be compatible with Star Wars and Star Wars action figures uh, and Star Wars spaceships and play sets, then you had to make yours three and three and a quarter inch. But that was not the only size of action figure. There were little tiny ones uh, put out by micro machines and they had entire play sets that would be very small. Uh, and you had little tiny action figures uh, that didn't move. They were just like little statues. Um, but, uh, uh, micro machines. So that would be the smallest I would say. And then of course your three and three quarter inch one. Uh, and then Kenner had their line of 12 inch action figures, which were, uh, you know, like about this tall. And, and, uh, I don't think you could see any of them. They're all up there, but, uh, you had a line of 12 inch action figures. I think there were about eight, um, in the early days, I think they made about a dozen in all, uh, of the vintage line. Uh, and then that, that line got, uh, uh, really popular with the resurgence of Star Wars in the 90s. There were uh, dozens and dozens, maybe hundreds of 12-inch action figures. That was a really popular line, um, but that was not the biggest. Uh, Jack Pacific uh, decided to make 18-inch action figures. And so I'm going to tilt the camera up here just briefly. Uh, and those, pretty much everything, except for these uh, small ones down here uh, at the corner, these are all 18-inch action figures. So they are a foot and a half tall. Uh, and they put out, uh, I think that is the majority. Well, I know that is the majority of figures that they released from the classic trilogy uh, and the prequels. Now, I kind of lose interest in collecting when you start getting into 
films seven, eight, and nine. So I know there's probably a, a Ray figure that I don't have. The only one of those that I really liked was, um, and I can't think of her name, but it was the girl uh, from uh, Star Wars, no, from Rogue One. Uh, that went on a Jira, is that her name? That had the two things that almost looked like samurai swords. They made a figure of that that was pretty rad. Um, but uh, uh, before I go, there's a lot of these, <laughs> and I fell for it, but uh, there's a lot of these that are stormtroopers that just have the different, I think it's a pauldron, I think is is uh, is the right word. But uh, you can see there's like the guy, he's got a red one, and then there's the exact same figure but with an orange one. And there's one in the back that's the exact same figure, but with a white one. So uh, I guess those are different rankings, but uh, that's a little silly to to buy. Those those figures new were about $20 each, uh, but a lot of those I got on sale and discounts. But, um, you know, uh, the Vader is a, is a really good one. The uh, TIE Fighter Pilot is a really good one. The Biker Scout is a really good one. Of course, you got all your heroes down here. You got your, your Luke and... Han and Chewie and everybody. There's a pretty good Boba Fett. So anyway, um, Jack Specific uh, came out with their uh, line of 18-inch figures. But that's not the biggest figure. <laughs> In 2000, I believe 2013, Jack Specific said, we're going to make an even bigger figure. And I believe these are listed as 31-inch action figures, but this is the 31-inch Darth Vader. I'm going to hold him up close here first, uh, just so you can see the detail. Um, a lot of, uh, because of the way that, that the movie was filmed, there were a lot of details that got lost. Uh, now, this was more pronounced later, like in Return of the Jedi, that, uh, that this was gray and black. I think if you, most people were to draw a picture of Darth Vader from memory, they would just color it all in black. Uh, but it was kind of a gray and black alternating thing that didn't show up as well uh, in, in some of the films due to the lighting. You can also see the gray uh, on the top of the nose piece there, which is a, a feature. Um, this is just uh, shine. Uh, but you've got... Uh, you know, a lot of details there on the belt. You've got this flowing uh, cloth cape here. But I'm going to hold this back just so you can get an idea of how large this stupid thing is. This is a big figure. This is a 31-inch action figure. Now, I don't know how many different figures uh, that they made of this size, but I have three. I have this... And then I have Han Solo and Luke Skywalker, I believe, uh, yeah, both dressed as stormtroopers. So that's when they went uh, on disguise on the Death Star. So it has their regular heads, but they're dressed as stormtroopers. And that's kind of a two for one uh, because it looks kind of like a stormtrooper. Well, it looks exactly like a stormtrooper except for the head. And then you get a Luke and a Han Solo. Um, now this guy... I don't think he came with a, he has this lightsaber hilt, but I don't remember if it ever came with a blade that went in. I, I don't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is the 31 inch Darth Vader. Now, I'm going to set this on the ground behind me. And, uh, 
I have seen these sometimes at, uh, sometimes you see them at garage sales. Sometimes you see them around. I don't think that I bought it new. I think I got it from somewhere, but, uh, when it comes to collecting, I think collecting is all about more is better. You know what I mean? Uh, so if you want action figures, you want to get all the action figures. If you want the spaceships, you want, you want to get all the spaceships, you know? Uh, and so you end up with a lot of things, but if they're small, like back here, and this is literally hundreds and hundreds of action figures. There's several hundred action figures just on those few shelves right there. I think those action figures, I think every one of those is five deep. Um, Maybe more, maybe six in some of those shelves. So, I mean, that's a lot of action figures to be displayed in a, a group together in a little small, small space like that, you know? Um, but when you start, as you saw on the shelves above, when you start collecting 18-inch action figures, uh, you, you need more space. I don't have a place to display Hundreds and hundreds of 18-inch figures. And I sure don't have a spot to display hundreds or dozens or even a few 31-inch uh, action figures <laughs> like Darth Vader here. I think if you're a kid and you had one of those, you would stand in the corner and you'd be like, that's a big Darth Vader. Um, but I don't. There's probably a novelty, too. If you're a little kid and you have an action figure that's as tall as you, that's pretty cool. Uh, I would have liked that as a child. But, uh, um, you know, I'll go off on a small tangent here and say um, 95% of my toys that I had as a kid, probably more than that, I either still have, which I don't have 95% of them, uh, but I'm, I, I, there's two, there's two, um, <laughs> points to this. I either have them or I know what happened to them. As a kid, I had a large collection of Hot Wheels cars. I fell out of love with collecting Hot Wheels cars. I mean, I had, you know, 50 car, every kid had a box of, of Hot Wheels cars, and I had a garage sale one day and I put them out for sale and I, I think I put a quarter each or something like that. And a lady walked up at the beginning of the garage sale and said, I'll give you five bucks for the box. I said, there you go. And I got five bucks and I went and spent it on garage sale day. And that was the end of that. I never owned another Hot Wheel car after that. So, uh, like I don't own those anymore, but I know what happened to them, you know. But there are a couple of toys that I lost over the years that I have no recollection as to what happened to them. And two of those are my Shogun Warriors. I had two of the 24-inch Shogun Warriors. I don't know their names. I had the uh, mostly yellow guy who has uh, samurai, like uh, horns on, on his helmet. And I had the red guy whose head kind of looks like the Statue of Liberty in a way, <laughs> who uh, threw battle axes. And shot uh, uh, throwing stars. Uh, I don't know what happened to those. And, and you don't lose two 24-inch action figures. So they must have got broken or must have got thrown away. I, I just don't remember. But but it's very um, uncharacteristic of me to have toys 
that I don't know what happened to them. And I would love, love, love to replace them. Those are probably the only two things uh, from my childhood. No, I should never say that. But th- those are very high on my list of things from my childhood that I would like to replace. But the problem is the same problem. Where do you display? There's two problems with Shogun Warriors. The first one is they are freaking expensive. Uh, to replace the Shogun Warriors in the quality similar to the ones I had are easily $200 plus shipping. Uh, and I'm not, so if I were to buy both of them, uh, I mean, you're looking at $500. I can't justify $500 for two figures to stand in the corner of my room somewhere. I just can't. So uh, I would love it. I would love it, love it, love it, but I can't. Uh, and I have the money. <laughs> like, I have the money, but I can't justify spending it on that. Uh, so that's the first problem. So it's the money, and also where do you put it? Where do you put things that are so large, 24-inch action figures, you need a place to put those, you know, or they end up in a closet. And then why did you spend $500 uh, on something like that? Now, the uh, Jax figures, you know what I didn't look up? I don't know how much they originally cost. Um, but uh, uh, since the 18-inch the ones were about $20 each, these were much more, probably $40, maybe $50. I'd have to look that up, but I didn't pay anywhere near that. Um, but anyway, back to the original problem, which is where do you display that? And the other two guys, you know, um, I thought about making a spot in my movie room where you put one on each side of the door standing on a little platform. Like maybe that's what you do. I just, I just don't really know. I haven't, I haven't solved that problem. Uh, so that's why for the past three years, it's been sitting out in a pile in my garage because I just don't have a spot. And, and after this is over, I'll be taking it back out to the garage. I can't leave it in the house. It just, it just don't have room for it in here. So I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to solve that problem. But, uh, uh, so we're going to switch gears for a minute. And, um, I think it is telling about the new star Wars and I'm going to say new star Wars, let's say after 2000, but really, uh, anything, anything after the original trilogy. So you can call prequels, you can call, um, uh, I don't know what you call them, post <laughs> the, the sequel trilogy, film 789, Rogue, Rogue One, Solo, any of that stuff. And, and what's that? Andor, the new show. Any of it. Pick any of it. And what characters from those movies are going to stand the test of time? Uh, and so in the prequels, uh, I mean, if you think about new characters, like you have, um, Jar Jar, you have Qui-Gon Jinn, you have Darth Maul, um, Queen Amidala, start looking at, but start looking at the surrounding characters. I just don't see kids today going to the store going, oh my gosh, I am dying for a Senator Palpatine action figure. Or, uh, I mean, I don't want to say Queen Amidala because she's the only woman in the universe in that, <laughs> that movie, other than her, her handmaidens that, that stand around her, whose job is to take bullets for. Um, so in film seven, eight, and nine, again, you know, I, I know we have, um, uh, you know, a few new characters. Of course we got Ray and we got, you know, but like even the people like Rose, like people who are not, I mean, maybe in the 
top billing, but in that top circle, like Rose is in, uh, at least two of those movies. Right. Um, and, and, uh, I just go like, I don't care about her. Um, like I, I'm not so vested in her story that I want to, that I know every detail about her and then I want to go buy her action figure. And, and, uh, I mean, not that, you know, like I was so invested in Jabba the Hutt's band <laughs> that I want over the, the band from the cantina, but in a way you are, they're memorable characters, you know, and you see those characters and they stick with you, you know? So I just haven't made, I don't, it's probably my age. Um, but I would say this part of it's not my age and this is why, and this is why I'm going to say that because when you go to the store in 2013, when Jack specific was making 31 inch action figures, they made Darth Vader. They didn't make a 31 inch Jar Jar Binks. They didn't make a 31 inch Qui-Gon Jinn. I mean, those are the characters, uh, or, you know, in, in the, um, the, the newer films, you know, they didn't make those guys 31 inch. They made a 31 inch Darth Vader. So there's something about the original trilogy. And, and I mean, how you, you can't, it's not a one-to-one comparison because how can you compare something to one of the greatest films of all time? You know, but, uh, I think it says something when you go look at, like we went to, well, this isn't fair because there's the book of Boba Fett out now, but we went to a, a clothing store over the weekend and I was looking for, uh, it, they, one of the things they have is uh, t-shirts for big size guys. And uh, they have, um, a lot of, they have t-shirts with, uh, you know, characters and stuff on them. Uh, and so one of the ones that they had, they had star Wars with, with Darth Vader on it and they had star Wars with Boba Fett and that was it. Actually, it's not true. They had one with Han Solo and Chewbacca and, uh, it was really, I should have bought it because it was so terrible. Uh, I don't think they got Harrison Ford's the rights to Harrison Ford's likeness because the Han Solo was so obviously not Harrison Ford that it jumped out at you. It was so bad that it made me laugh really. Um, but you know, so those are what they're selling. They're not selling a Jar Jar. And, and again, I, I keep saying Jar Jar, but, but just take Jar Jar to represent the prequels, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, I do see BB eight things being marketed, but I still see a lot of R2, D2 and C3PO on stuff. Like if you were going to make star Wars cereal today, are you going to put Django Fett on there? Probably not. So Anyway, it's my little rant. Um, so back to Darth Vader, Darth Vader, one of the most iconic film characters of all time. I remember as a kid being terrified of Darth Vader. Um, you know, we wanted to know why did he have that breathing thing? Why is he under a mask? Why does he hate princess Leia so much? And yet does it kill her immediately? Why is his TIE fighter different than everybody, everybody else's TIE fighters? Like there's just a lot of, a lot of different things. And of course, uh, Kenner knew that Darth Vader was super scary to a kid. Um, but he wasn't, uh, evil. Is that the right word? Like, 
when you're older and you know what's going on, you go, hey, he's, he's a bad guy. And the more that we see in these other series, like the Obi-Wan Kenobi and stuff, um, like we know he's a bad guy. But he wasn't, he wasn't just going around like, you know, kicking puppies <laughs> and beating up children and stuff. Like he, he was a bad guy, but he was a bad guy with a purpose, right? But uh, it wasn't like... I wouldn't put him in the same pantheon as Freddy Krueger or Jason, right? So, you know, if you're a little kid and you walked around with Freddy, you're like, oh, look, I got a Freddy lunchbox and I'm I'm five. You'd go, that's kind of weird. Um, I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it, but I'm just saying it's weird. Um, but if you were a little kid and you had a Darth Vader lunchbox or something, you would go, oh, yeah, it's Darth Vader, Star Wars, you know. So anyway... Uh, my point of that is that um, there was lots and lots and lots of, of Darth Vader toys and things uh, that look like Darth Vader that were marketed to children. And this is one uh, that it seemed like a lot, a lot of people had. If you had more than just a few Star Wars figures, you probably ended up with one of these. This is the Darth Vader action figure case. Uh, as you can see, it's absolutely filthy. I probably should have dusted this off before uh, dragging it in the house, but this is the Darth Vader action figure case. It looks like Darth Vader. The back does not look like Darth Vader. The back is smooth and there are three, uh, tabs that snap. There's one that snaps open here. There's one on this side. Uh, and there's one on that side. And when you open this, you had a thing to store all your action figures. Now there is, uh, here, a little cubby hole, or kind of a closet. And if you open this up, this was where you could put everyone's guns. So it was a little, uh... Accessory holder there with my thumb. If you can see that drawer, he would open that up and put their guns and stuff in here. And then this would close and kind of snap, kind of latch, uh, and keep them from spilling out. It came with little stickers. And, uh, I don't, I have two of these and one was from my childhood and one was from a garage sale. So I don't remember which is which, but, um, uh, so either I or some other child or some child's parents, uh, painstakingly, uh, attached all the labels that it came with for all the action figures. Now, uh, as you can see, they're not um, all the same height uh, because on this side, there are some taller ones because not all the figures were the same height. So Chewbacca was a little taller. IG-88 was a little taller. Um, and so there were some, some uh, spots at the top that were a little bit taller that you could use those figures. Now these, if you don't remember, uh, unsnap. So these were holders. Uh, so you put the figures in there and then you could reattach these little things. And so it would kind of keep all the figures in place. However, you could also kind of weasel them down in there without taking all those snaps out. But, um, uh, I don't remember how many of this holds. I want to say 31, 30, 31, something like that. Uh, there was a couple of smaller spots on the edge. There's one right here. I'm going to put my finger on. It's kind of a... 
this little corner piece uh, is a good spot for a Jawa, which is what that says there. And uh, so this is the Darth Vader. I believe it's called the collectible carry case. Now, this is not the first action figure uh, carrying case. There was an older one. There was a couple older ones. Uh, just got dust all over my hand. <laughs> um, that looked like a briefcase, and I had two gray trays, and I have uh, one of them sitting up there. It's right out of camera range. That's actually right boop there. Um, there was a Star Wars one. There was an Empire Strikes Back one. Uh, and then there were some off-brand ones, too. But it was uh, a gray plastic tray that had 12 figures, that held 12 figures. And there were two of those trays, and they snapped together, and they went inside kind of a vinyl-looking briefcase. Uh, so those were the original uh, carrying cases, but um, the Darth Vader one was way, way, way more popular. Now, they made two other carrying cases off the top of my head. There was the uh, one of them you can also see right about th uh, there. That is the Chewbacca Bandolier carrying case. That one is a vintage one that is uh, still in the original box. And uh, that was uh, Chewbacca that has his strap, his bandolier strap for all his cartridges for his laser crossbow. Uh, and it was like that. So you could wear it. <laughs> Why you would want to do this? I mean, if you just wore it, it should come with a sign that says, please beat me up. Um, but you could wear it and the figures, they had little foam in there and the figures would press in the foam. Uh, like a lot of Star Wars toys that came with foam, including the Dagobah playset. Um the original Death Star, um, the, the trash compactor, uh, one or two others. Uh, but anything that came with foam, that foam has long dissolved. The foam dried up and turned into dust. Uh, and that's what happened with the uh, Chewbacca bandolier strap. And so when those, the little foam thing got old and dried up and fell apart, they wouldn't hold figures anymore. Uh, I don't remember if that one, the foam... Depends on how they were stored, you know, but kids weren't always great at storing uh, fragile foam toys. The Dagobah one had a, a, a swamp pit that Luke could fall into or R2-D2 could fall into it. It was made out of foam and then cut in, like in a cross pattern so you could stick somebody down in the foam. But that, that foam has uh, mostly rotted away too. But anyway... Uh, then they made another case that was just like the Darth Vader one, except for it was C-3PO, but that was pretty late in the Return of the Jedi cycle. And so, uh, kids that had already been into Star Wars, everybody I knew had the Darth Vader one and not very many people had the C-3PO one. And I don't even know if I have a C-3PO one. Maybe I do, but, uh, but I have a couple of the Darth Vaders and then they re-released the Darth Vader one um, when they were re-releasing everything in the mid to late 90s. And it's scaled down. It's much smaller. Uh, not not much smaller, but maybe 25% smaller than this one. So if you look, I mean, when you see one immediately, uh, I mean, if you're familiar with this one, you'll go, What's, why is that one smaller? And that's that's why it's a, it's a newer one. Um, I don't think it's four smaller figures. I think it holds fewer figures um, than this one. But, uh, man, if you were going to school and you wanted to take your action figures or go over to a buddy's house or whatever, uh, 
I can't stress enough how great this built-in handle was. I mean, your hands just go in there. It's thick plastic, so it's never, ever, ever going to break. Uh, you know, now these tabs sometimes are broken when you find these, but uh, I mean, but this thing you could really wallop somebody in the head with one of these. Why would that be my go-to action for a Darth Vader case? I don't know. Um, but uh, uh, so those are cool to display by themselves. Um, Every now and then, man, I went to a flea market five, 10 years ago, and there was one of those cases and it was full of figures and they were asking like $500 or something. And, uh, my wife was like, Oh my gosh. And I, I was like, it's probably worth it. Um, you know, at the time loose figures were selling for 10 to $20 each and you start doing the math and you go, man, eh, you know that with the case, I mean, it might be depending on what the figures, you know, there are some figures that, that. Of course, everything depends on quality, but there are some figures that sell for a lot of money. Um, and actually, all of them sell for a lot of money <laughs> these days. So, um, yeah, my Star Wars uh, uh, collecting, I, there, I, I'm missing about, from the vintage line, there's a term for the, I think it's called the last 17 or the last 19. I think it's 17. Uh, but there were a bunch of figures that were released after Return of the Jedi, like two years later, and it's all kind of like the, like the Royal Imperial, uh, dignitary and, and just some weird people. And, uh, those figures are just, you know, loose. You find them for 40 or $50 and that's, that's above, above, uh, what I'm willing to spend for action figures to put on a shelf. So, but those are mostly the only ones that I'm, I'm missing. Uh, there was an R2D2 with the telescopic lens, uh, you know, thing that lifted up. And, and I mean, how many times are you going to rebuy R2D2? Well, actually, I have an R2D2 shelf area right there somewhere. So I guess the answer is a lot. But um, anyway, uh, but yeah, when you were a kid, man, that Darth Vader carrying case, you go on a, a slumber party or a sleepover, load that thing up with your favorite figures, or, or you go to school, you go on the bus. Make sure all those snaps uh, are snapped. Uh, also, I think the people that had those, now I had mine stored in somewhere else, but I think people that had those sorts of things are the people that have uh, the actual guns that came with the action figures. You would not believe the prices that some of those uh, actual figures, I mean, that the guns... Let's see if I can do this. Well, it doesn't matter, but I'm going to go here to ebay.com vintage Star Wars Storm Trooper Gun. Um, uh, okay, here's one. Uh, let's get this up. Oops. And go over here. Well, I just realized there's no audio for uh, that, so I cut a, cut away quickly. But uh, as you as you saw, those. Uh, uh, reproduction guns, those are 1850 each and they're reproductions. Now there are cheaper ones. I've, there's some I see on, uh, eBay as I'm looking here right now that are, uh, different guns that are two fifty each, $2 and 50 cents each. Um, and then four fifty in shipping. So 
it's going to cost you $7 just for a reproduction one. But the real ones, um, go for $10, $20 uh, for the actual, you know, just one gun that went with one Star Wars figure. It's crazy. So if you had that Darth Vader thing and you had that little trap thing filled with guns, man, you might be sitting on a couple hundred dollars. Now, I had the Imperial Troop Transport and the... Um, the front seat, it was the, the big giant ship that looked like a pickle and the front seat lifted up and it was all hollow. And I had that filled with guns. I still have that filled with guns. Uh, but, um, I mean like the Yoda snake that came with that, I'm going to look, I'm not going to flip over again cause the audio is messed up, but, um, vintage Yoda snake. Uh, well there's Yoda with a snake. Um, but uh, you know what? It actually looks like some of the prices have gone down. Uh, here we go. Uh, all right. There won't be audio here, but I want to flip over just so you can see the price. Let's get this lined up. Here we go. Yep. That is $20. For the snake that came with Yoda. It's unbelievable. So anyway, uh, if you have all your accessories you might, and uh, you have a kid that's about to go to college, you might go look. <laughs> you could probably, probably at least buy him a couple of textbooks. Going to have to buy those books now that Z Library is down. Uh, so anyway, we got the Darth Vader storage thing. We got the 31-inch Darth Vader doesn't hold any figures, although you can probably hold one in this choking hand. Look at that. <laughs> what, a great, what a great figure. So, uh, we got some podcasts to do. My wife is uh, actually out of town for a couple of days, uh, and um, uh, that should give me uh, a little bit of time to uh, do some podcasting. So now I'm going to, now that my hair is almost completely dry, I'm going to have to go wet it back down and rebrush it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh do some recording so thanks everybody for tuning in this week and i will be uh talking to you all soon bye